0: Good morning. We're starting you parik parik shmini. On a dedicated shirt, the Israeli smart and bat Rachel Liba. It's uh, Nathan family. She got knocked over the senior second of shiva. Okay, so we're starting off the Mishnah now. We're discussing now. It's interesting because we we used these terms Nissemelog and Nisay Tzon so many times over the years, and especially in the mezehlas in Yavamot, We've had it in ketubot. We've had it. Here the Mishnah already gets into the crux of Nechzai uh, Melog and Tzon Barzel. So I just want to spend two minutes, just a little bit of background, Nechzai Tzon Barzel. So Tzon Barzel, or assets, when a woman gets married, there are two types of assets that she brings to the ketuba. The one type of assets she brings to the ketuba. is basically she gives them to her husband. She says, yeah, these are yours. Do whatever you want to them. They appraise them, they get a shamai or some appraiser who values what the assets are when they come into the, into the, into the marriage. And when the, if, if they get divorced or the husband dies in her lifetime, right, predeceases her, she will get back those assets or the value of those assets, but at the value that they were when they came into the marriage. So in other words, if there was a depreciation, she lost out. If there was, sorry, she, she's indifferent. If there was an appreciation, she lost out. She brought in something that's worth a million shekels the day of the marriage. All she can expect to get back when her husband, if her husband dies or they get divorced is a million shekels. Now, it, either in, in, in the exact same thing that she brought in or in kind, right? That doesn't matter. That's, that's less important. And that's called Son bazel. Why is it called Son bazel? Called Son bazel comes from a minag that when people would give their animals over, their sheep over to the shepherd, so they would entrust the shepherd with their sheep, and they'd say, "This sheep is worth I don't know ten thousand shekels of sheep," and they expect to get back from the, sh- the the shepherd's responsibility to give them back the value of what they brought in. So they're not going to lose if the suddenly sheep goes up in value or sheep goes down in value. That is not the shepherd's uh, the, the the you know the shepherd's uh, problem. The shepherd has to give them back what they brought in. So that's what's called nisay Tzon barza. Now, just one thing to bear in mind. All the assets that a woman has is her husband becomes the custodian of once they get married, and anything that she owns, he gets the benefit of once they go while they're married. The question is, has she got the right to sell them or not? Are they hers or aren't they hers? So son Barzel, she can't sell. She gives them to the husband, and he's responsible to to for the value that they were brought in with. Okay, he can then benefit from the fruits if there's properties and there's rental income, the rental income goes to him, etc. Whatever the case is. Another type of, of, of asset would be Niksae melog. Now Niksey melog comes from the word in Aramaic, Limlog. Like if you if you when you pluck the hairs off the goat like when you when you when you want to you know when you like shear the goat you can like pluck this out the goat. So the goat stays all you're doing is just plucking the hairs out. It doesn't affect the goat at all the, the the body of the goat stays the same. The same thing over here. Nixai Melog on right? Which again she brings into the marriage, they stay hers. The husband can get again, he's the custodian of those assets, he gets the benefit of it. But now if there's if he should die or they get divorced, so those assets are hers. If they went up in value, she takes the increased value of asset with her. If they go down in value, so she lost the 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 decrease, the, they're her assets, okay. They're hers, and, and uh, maybe she can even sell them, we'll see. And that's what this Mishnah is really about. We're going to discuss now her rights to those, to those assets, what happens if she sells them, when can she sell them, at what stage, before they get married, when they get married, the difference in status between getting engaged or b- things that she had in her possession before. Not Now, and just an example, example, a Yerusha. A woman gets a Yerusha, so while she's married, she suddenly gets a windfall, so that is Nixamalog. <laughs> Okay, the husband we saw in the already. we saw a couple of dapim ago, husband will then take that that, that, that that money, he'll buy land with that money, he'll live off the money, get the benefit of the prices, but the money, but the land belongs to the woman. Okay, so if she sold something or she got a gift of something, that goes, that, those are all into the category of Nixamalot. Unless they were written into the Ketubah of Nixat on Barzal, she means her husband takes them over and he guarantees her back that same amount of money. Everything else would be Nixamalot. So most of the stuff in our lives would be Nikh Malog of a woman, okay? Whereas the benefits are hers, the, 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 the risks are hers, and the husband, luckily, can, can manage them and benefit from them while, they, while they're married. What, well, Mike? Just to clarify, whatever comes in at the time of the marriage is not Malog. What's now, even at the true? time of the marriage, there can be an so agreement between what them. They, they decide that is, listen... I don't know she's got a, she's got a, a, a something from her grandmother which is that, that she's not prepared to that she wants as is and therefore she i don't know she thinks it's got value I'm not sure how the decision would be made it would depend on what the status of the husband is what what their situation is how much it is what it's worth what it can generate what risk she wants to take upon herself you know all those sorts of things. but bottom line and and it's on Basel are things which can be decided upon at the time that they're getting married. They can allocate each one to different directions. But all I'm saying is that all the gifts and the rushes that you get will probably be Nixay Malog that come into the marriage later on. Even if she wants to sell something before they got married and bring that money in, that money would be Nixay Malog. Okay, so the woman arrived in the marriage and she's got a trust account of $10 million. That's Nixay Malog. Okay, all right, holiday. Okay, so now... Mishnah says, Isha she naflou la nechassim. See that. Isha she naflou la nechassim. What does it mean She inherited. Okay, no fell. The word fell into her lap. Okay? That money fell into her lap. How's it fall into her lap? She inherited it. she nechassim. Ad Before she was engaged, before she was betrothed. I'm using the word engaged, but it means halachically engaged, right? Not uh, buying a nice engagement, which is also very nice. I'm talking about doing a kiddushin. Okay, so before she got engaged, and the Rashi says then she got engaged. So now he has, I agree, that she can, before she got engaged, she inherited stuff, and she got engaged, right? Uh, So I agree that in the meantime, whatever she had from before she got engaged, she can buy, she can sell, she can do what she wants, the inheritance, the Kayam and it, it, it holds. It's steadfast. Wait, okay. go go go. go. Right. Vikayam. Now this word is an interesting word. I saw it stands out, brings it a bring to the hafla I quite the hafla there. wa, ha, wa vakayam. You know an interesting word wavakayam because we might have thought that maybe uh, you know it's it's only valid for certain things maybe it's not valid. I don't want to go into all that over here now. But the bottom line is that both of them agree that the sale or the purchase, she can do what she wants with that money. Stage number two, there's another scenario. Now, now she inherited stuff after she was already engaged. This is a different stage now, right? Here in the case, like this, Ba-shama says, even so, at the engagement stage, before they're married, you can still sell. do what you want. lotim says, no, you can't. However, they both agree, Shayim Kayam. If she did sell or give it a, as a gift, it would be Kayam. So Bidi Eved Bahilal agrees that she could do it. But Likhathilah, Machovila Bachamay, whether she can go and sell or those those things and do what she wants, they were not. But they both agree that Bedi Eved she can. Now it's interesting if you look at the last one over here. It says the Mishnah, the Mishnah says, uh Mishnah Sab, they're discussing selling. Then they say, <inaudible> She giving away as a gift as well. It's also okay. So giving it away as a gift or selling a little bit different. But they both agree, it, but it's okay. Why? Because giving it away as a gift, there's nothing in response in return. When you sell something, you're getting something in return. What are you getting in return? You're getting money. That money, like I said, will be the next same in log anyhow. So yeah, the husband's not losing out so much, right? Because even though she sold, the money, would, the cash that she got, would still be cash which she bring into the marriage as nich husband would then take that money, buy property, and get the interest from it, get the rental income. So he's not necessarily so affected if she's sold, but giving it away as a gift, is mamash, affects him properly. ready with that? So there's a bit of a difference over here, right? Uh, I'm rabbi Yehuda. Now, on the second scenario here of Nafrula mishnit arsa, once you got engaged, I'm rabbi Yehuda, I'm so how is it? how do you understand? Hoiel vezachab beisha lo yiskeb nechassim. Look, Hoiel vezachab beisha. Third line over here at the top. of The rashi there. Satoshi is She's his engaged. She's betrothed. She's beloved. What he was zochib by He shouldn't get the nechassim as well. How come that Shammai says lechadchidaseil? Abinah says even Beniavud if you sold it to sale. The guy is zachaba. So should he part and parcel of zochibah? Is with also all her, all her, all her belongings. So listen to this answer here. Amar lahem, Rabbi Gamliel said to Chachamim, "Ala chadashim anu boshim." On the staff now that she's married, and it all becomes his anu boshim. We don't understand Chachamim. Look at Rash anu boshim. Mara u what do they see? In machra venatna habal motziel because aloche is. What's just now? If she's married already, once she's married. And she then goes and sells these things. The husband can go and take it back. He could undo the sale. Now it's interesting to point out, it's very important, we'll see it later, that he could only do it, take it back so long as she's alive. Because while that while the husband's while the wife's alive, part of the ketubah is that he will get the proceeds of her income. And for that, remember, he undertakes to redeem to 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 uh, to to uh, to ransom her if she's taken captive. Remember, he'll pay the ransom to get her back. So that the, the, the that is in lieu of the Nechzei Malog rights. So that's, we're discussing Nechzei So now, if she sold it while they were married, the husband will go and take it back. But he can only take it back as long as she's alive. If she now dies, or they get divorced, he got to go and give it back to the guy who bought it from her. You with me? Now, bottom line, says Rabbi Gamliel, we we must speak, we've got enough difficulty understanding how they even allowed that situation to happen. Look, he says, he says you want now, even before she got married, while they're only in the engagement stage, or Kodem you want to say that that, that money, that assets are also, also his. We understand, we don't understand, but we accept. That once they get married, Chachamim said that that that, that he can it's his; she can't sell We But I understand why. though. you want to now in, expand that into even the the engaged stage. That's Ravin Gamliel's answer. Okay, that's the answer. The third situation over here in the Mishnah. Now, she gets an inheritance once they're already married. So we had before they were engaged after the wedding goes, before they were married, and then they got married, and now while she's already married. Okay? Elu v'Eilu modim, both of them had shamayagri, she'imachah v'natnah, that if she sold them or gave them away, she'abal, motzi, miyadah, lukuchot, that the husband goes and takes them back. Now I mentioned already that it only takes them back as long as she's alive. Fourth scenario. Ad sh'elon nisait So before... Right? Before she got married, but immediately she got married. To be honest with you, I'm not 100% sure what the difference between this situation is and the previous one is from Mishanit from. Arsa. But I'm hoping the Gemara will discuss it later on. Because at the moment we haven't yet seen a discussion. We'll see just, but I hope we will see it. It says, from the time she got engaged, or or just before, right? and in the meantime, in the meantime so here, Rabbi Gamliel, Omer imachrav and Achnakar. Rabbi Gamliel says, if she sold whatever, it's hers. It's okay. am Rabbi Chanina ben Hakavia. But Rabbi Chanina ben Akavya says to him, I'm Rulof near Rabbi Gamliel. Rabbi Chanina ben Hakavia says that now there was a discussion with Chacham in front of Rabbi Gamliel. Now he's marrying her. Earlier on, we said zakhab so when they're unengaged. Now he's actually marrying her. Look at Rashi over zakhab isha she nasal they got married. So now shouldn't How come he says she can sell? Now she got it before they got married, but now she's already a married woman. Why? Well, how come now she can sell? So he answered the same thing. So he says over there the same thing. What if we we understand? expanded already from what she inherited once she was married. You want to say what she inherited before she was married, we don't understand. Now, the Gerbera Salaqa Shimon, a new opinion in the Mishnah, Cholek, he makes a distinction between Nechassim and Nechassim. He, makes, he says it's not straightforward before she was engaged, after she was, engaged, before she was and after she was married. And more, it depends on what type of Nechassim we're speaking about. Nechassim, Laba'al, Lotim Vimachra, Venatna, I tell. She says if the assets that are identified with the husband. I don't know, let's say that a husband that he runs around as if he's the butterbite. Really, all the whatever he owns is his wife. Right? We all know people like that, right? And vice versa. Right? He runs around, it's all his. And now the wife goes and sells it under his legs. In a case like this, it appeals, right? They say according to you can't do that to your husband. So in a case like that, he can go and take it back. Oh, you think it's yours? It's mine. And then suddenly the whole community is saying, ah, oh, we thought it was yours, it's actually your wife's. He can go and take it back. Right? But if they aren't identified with the husband, right? that's my translation identified. How do the English come on to explain there? Anybody got English there? It's an unknown to the husband. I'm not no oh okay so that's that on that on to the husband. Oh my god, that's right. The husband didn't know about it, not other people. Ah, so I got a, I got all the dramatic there for nothing, and that's why I suddenly thought it was always good to check these sorts of things. like I carry a bit carry out with myself. What does that mean I oh, never even knew about them? I didn't even know. Yeah, is that a fact, eh? Mm. Okay, exactly. now what I see a note here, and I going to say that later, I want to explain exactly uh, what what Rabbi Shimon means, and my instinct tells me that it's what I'm saying. But anyhow, let's uh, let, let let's ex- accept both options. That one Rabbi Shimon things that he knows about she can, what well, he doesn't know about. She, look, if he doesn't know about them, he won't know that she that, that she sold them in the first place. So then, uh, then then then. he knew no, 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 uh, about them and then she sold them. So what you never knew about him and they got married? Yeah. Never knew that he sold it, but he never knew that Okay, he so Rashi it. says, yeah, but Gamora to farish. Okay, you know what? Let's let's wait with patience and see the Gomorrah explains. It's not on our duff today. But we'll get to it later on. And uh and we'll see, we'll see what, what, what that's all about. Okay, so okay, so we'll see the end of the duff, but it seems like it is uh that I, that I was a little bit dramatic over here. All right, so, so basically the chassi that he knows about, he, she can't sell, he doesn't know about, you can't sell. We'll see at the end of the duff what it means, what are, what are those things. We see a bit of a makhlukki where, it's, where one is called karka and one is metaltalin. Maybe she's got a few movable things that he doesn't know about, land he obviously knows about. Or maybe it's something which was overseas. She had, I don't know, from a family member and you didn't even know about it. And she Russia. we'll see. It at the end. Okay, let's carry on. <laughs> no, you no, uh, Darren, the minister says she can't sell if he doesn't know it. But if she does, it's okay. Uh, this, uh, Rabbi Shimon says, those that he knows about, lotim Other way around, Mark. She can't sell any of them, but if the ones that he knew about, if she did sell them, that it's an invalid sale, and the ones that he didn't know about, she also shouldn't sell a chatchila if she did sell them, the sale's a valid sale. Yeah, is that what you
1: wanted
0: to he, say? One of the motivations of why he married her, if she sold it as a mekach Right. Right, right, right. Rashi will actually say that uh, in the Gemara. We'll see, we'll see in the Gemara where we get to just now. Exactly what you said. Okay, so now it says, See so how the Gemara is discussing now the first two cases in the Mishnah. First case was in that she got, before she was engaged, but Hillel and Shammai agreed with each other, and then uh, in the Misha, well, after she got engaged, but Shammai says don't sell, but Shammai says sell, Rabbi Hillel says don't sell, But they agree, but he the it, right? But So how come there's a machloked and in the first case, isn't a machloked lechatchila? So I'm reading by Rabbi Yannai in Rabbi Yannai's Midrash, they said like this: Raisha beschuton naflu, v'sayfe beschuton naflu. He says, what's the difference? The difference is the Rasha, they weren't engaged yet. He wasn't on the scene. So therefore, she inherited them by her own rights. Whatever she had, that was the schuyot that caused them to become hers. But the once they were engaged, ah, so now she's benefiting from his schuyot. Maybe it's as a result of, of him. He's already on the scene. So maybe he's got a bit of a claim to, uh, to these things. Look at Rashi Yassid over here. Bishchutana, adayin lo haya zakai so it seems over here that once they're already engaged, he has got some sort of right to her. The so Chasim, therefore, when they, when they, when they landed, right when they, when she got them, they they were part of his as well. Words, he's got a bit of a claim. That's the that's the that seems to be the 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 answer there. Uh, so, so the question is. If in the uh, in the state for that second case they're already engaged, and now they be because you're already engaged to her, so how come? But, but and Bachama agree that if by she sold them even Beshama said but even Hila agrees that if she sold them, the sales a valid sale. So how come? Am I kayam? Right? And it's like, the Gemara says, no. Said, so call me that the case. In a vada be schuto, be anaflu. Say if I Says, you know what? Before they were engaged, obviously it's hers. There's nobody else to have a claim on this. But once they get engaged already, maybe he's got a claim, maybe he hasn't got a claim. So therefore, that's why he said, says, don't sell. But because maybe he hasn't got a claim on those assets, but you have it, if she did sell them, right? Therefore, khile, However, machra, not. Now, if she did sell so it away, it would be a valid, a valid uh, story. Okay? So that is uh we understand clear of here the Mahmira Belishama and the great says I'm Rabbi, I'm I'm really Gamliel. So now we saw over there that Rabbi Gamliel wasn't very excited, because Rabbi Yula said <laughs> they, uh, you know, if she, if it was Zoqi by her, why not Zochi by the by the assets as well? And Rabbi Gamliel said, listen, we've got a difficulty bad enough once they get married. We don't understand that Chachamim just stripped her of her rights. That's really what he's saying, correct? saying that how come after they got married already, so her, her her ownership was stripped. And that's a difficulty for us, as it is. You now want to expand that before they got married. That was on Shabing Amnil again. So layu. Akashi? Akashi was asked in the Beit Midrash. Right? Rabbi Yehuda, Alechatechila, or Adi Avad. Rabbi Yehuda over here, is his difficulty on the Lechatechila, Right, because it you was know, a machloki of Hilabet Shamai on Lechat Hil. Look at Ravishi. A Lechat Hil Rabbi Rabbi Yehuda's Kasha is, Am I more cheer to Hilabet How come a say that the Kachil you can sell Hoyle Vazacha B'isha? Right, even after he's near Irsa? What lawyer is Keben the Chasea? Is that his argument? How come? said or dilma, or maybe about or dilma, He's been arguing about on the, on the Bidiyved. In other words, is he saying, I don't understand Bait Shammai? How can Bait Shammai say that Bedi-eved, she can sell? Or is he saying more than that? He's even arguing on the fact that the conclusion is that Bidiyevid, if they did sell it to sale, saying, how come Bidi it's a sale? Undo the sale. The woman she had no right to sell. You got it. That's the, the what's what's the biggest problem over here? When he says, "Yeah, he buy layer of Yudah that's a good question. But he was zochi by her. Why not zochi by the by assets as well? So in other words, what right did Bat Shammai say that she could sell a Or we understand, because at the end of the day, they are only engaged. Or he's saying no. What right is bad He didn't say that. but he had it. She could even sell them to the sales of valid sales. She could never be able to sell them at all. That's the Gamor's question. Okay, that was, is that what you're saying? This is his question of here saying, since in the case of when they're married, so she's his wife. And so too, when they're betrothed, she's his wife. Because let's be honest, if, if he would need a get, correct? You don't want to break up that Kiddush and that yes. engagement. They get. So Rabbi Yudah is saying to, to Rabbi Kamir, Rabbi I do understand. This way she's a get. This way she's a get. This way she's his wife. That's what she's okay, I agree that at the moment she's his wife and she's living in Beit Aviyah. And she's not living in Beit HaMir. But doesn't matter. She's his wife. So Zomach Rabatel, if she was already married and living with her husband and she did the sale, everybody would agree that the sale is Batel. So Zomach Rabatel, when they're betrothed, it should be battle, right? So, what does it look like? Is he arguing with the lechatchilah, the bedieved? Is he arguing the bedieved, even bedieved? Right? He's saying this should. What's the difference? Understand why is this said And they are marli and lishab and gamnil setim and Bushim and uboshim and sheatir and Shma mina di avad kamar. Shma mina. The Gemara concludes that even Rabbi Yudas Kasher Aviyat, Rabbi Gamila, was how can even be the sale be a valid sale? Because if they were already married, then everybody agrees that was the third case in our Mishnah, rather go back into the Mishnah. Mishnah Raviyat, yeah, the third case was uh, uh, She inherited the stuff when the Shri married. Elu ve elu morning, Baba Hila will admit I agree. She machra ve natev, she sold them or gave them away. She ha baal motziim, he had look The baal gets up in the morning, gets in his car, he drives up to the guard board and says, "Doesn't give it back to me." So according to Rabbi Huda, I don't understand. Both once you're already engaged, for our purposes, that's called married, because that I means she need to get. So there shouldn't be a difference. That's a, And on there, Rabbi mean, I wasn't so excited. The way that brings it brighter which seems to be the continuation of the, uh, of, of, of the brighter which we, we, we the, our Mishnah said, Yeah, we had Amram Gamliel, so it's a, a brighter which continues a similar line to what we saw in our Mishnah, right? Um, it says like this, Tanya, okay, Amar Abba Chanina Ben So we already, we already saw that in, in our Mishnah, right? we had, Amari b'Chanina ben Akavia, Amuri fnera b'Gamliel, whoever's a chavisha lo now Mishnah, right? Yeah, the brighter, the the, the here on that. Amari b'Chanina ben Akavia, he says lo Rabin Because look how look how the brighter the brighter that we saw at the top of the Amud, right? This is the brighter that they continue. This is the this is the, uh, the this this Tanya over here is the extension of that brighter. So we asked the Kasha, was it a question, but yeah, but a bediav a bedichat and we brought a brighter. Amarbi b'hu Amar, ra marul ifner ben gamliel hoil zoh yistov zoh eshtov zoh macha bata avzoh macha bata amayin alachen ashim ane boshim eshtem Said now comes along Rabbi Chananel Akivi says no, that wasn't the answer that Rabbi Gamliel gave to Chachamim, which we just used a moment ago to prove that it was a bediavit story, uh, uh, even bediavit. Says lo kach eshivan Rabbi Gamliel right? El kach Look at Rashi very quickly, like almost in line he says, so while they were discussing there over there, this woman who, who sold her while She was still a betrothed woman, not married woman. We never had to answer her like never to tell her about Gal, the Magal, on we still bushin bush from the later one. Because that really applies to women who's already married. And we discuss where you can go in and take away the goods. We discuss women now who's still engaged, not married yet. There's another better answer. She has freshman which we can distinguish between married and betrothed. And this is the answer that Rabbi Khananiah ben Akavia says, Rabbi Gamriel gave to Khachab. This is the answer. He says, Lo. She's not the same. Because what was his Kasher? Rabbi Yudah said. The woman who's married is his wife, and so to the woman who's betrothed is his wife. And here Rabbi Gamliel said, no, it's not the same at all. If you want to compare to married woman, what's unique about a married woman who's properly married? She, he now, if she finds something on the floor, or she, whatever, it's his and when she goes to work, so her wages go to him, and he also annuls her vows. You want to compare that situation, that status, to the status of a betrothed woman, She if she finds something in the street, does not belong to her husband, and he can't annul her vows on his own, remember? Rashi adds in over here. On his own. While she's living in her father's house while they're still engaged. So he can only annul her vows together with her father. So says Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Hanani Ben Akavia says, that's not the that Rabbi Kiva gave. Rabbi Gamliel didn't discuss that about busha. You can't compare a married woman to an engaged woman. Their statuses are different, and that's why mishenit shenit Arsa, or shenit Arsa, there Beit Hillel would say, but the evidence is sale because they are not married. And on there, now the word carries on. Amrul o said to him, Rabbi Shabbat Gamliel, Machra Ad SheLo Nisait VeNisait. That's now our fourth case in the Mishnah, which I said to you, I wasn't so sure about the distinction exactly, but he says now, We learned in the Mishnah that when she sells, when she, sorry, she, she, she sells right just before she got married and then she got married. Look at Rashi. He says, I understand what you're saying when she is did the sale, when she was a betrothed woman before she got married. What are you going to tell me, Rabbi Gamliel? If this all took place just before the marriage is about to happen, like let's, I know, I'm, 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 for the sake of my own understanding, trying to say the dead say it took place the day before the wedding. So we can make a distinction on a sale that took place on the day after they got betrothed, and it's still got a whole year or before they get married. But what about the day before the marriage? The day before the chuppah the morning of the chuppah Right, Mahu. Look at Rashi. Uh, if she sold them after she was already married, right? But stuff that she got before she was married, so Sheloni Sait she inherited them. Vini you no, that's even okay. It's clearer to me now. Vini and then she sold them the day after the marriage. Now what? Mahu sa Lehu. He said to them, Chachamim, Rabbi Gamdiel said, Avzo. Mocheret vkayam says this as well. Rabbi Gamliel sticking to his guns, that there's a difference between things that she got after they were married things that she got before they were married. So he says to, so now on this, he said to Rabbi Gamliel, but I'm ruler. And this is where that question goes. That's why the brighter changed the answers and said, no. The answer of, Anachnu bushim, we have difficulty enough to understand what's going on, wasn't said about a girl who was betrothed. It was said about a girl who's married already. He says, now what? He says, here, he said, anu Ele she-atem Isn't it enough that stuff that she gets while she's in the marriage? Is the husband's bad enough? You now want to expand it to stuff from beforehand. So yeah, the other that, that's Rabbi Gamliel's status. Rabbi right? Gamliel's standing at the moment in a situation where he says that I, I can accept stuff that the woman inherited while she was married that she can't sell. But stuff that she owned before she was engaged, or stuff that she owned before she can sell a chadkhila. stuff that she owned while she was betrothed, she can sell bidi eved, and only when she's married that she can't. So Gamliel said, didn't we learn ad Rabbi Gamliel, Omer, Im machra, Venatna Kayam. Our Mishnah, look at our Mishnah. Our said that Rabbi Gamliel said in that fourth case, Ad said when he said, Right, Rabbi Gamliel, Omer, Im Imachra Venatna Kayam. What does it mean, Im Imachra Venatna? If she sold or she gave it, so it's okay. What does that imply? Come, what does that imply? I know it's Thursday, but wake up. What does that imply? That's a beloved situation, right? In other words, if she did sell or she gave it away, okay, we accept it. It doesn't sound like Rabbi Gabriel is so excited go and sell. That's the rush of the Mishnah. You agree with me? It should say, Rabbi Gabriel should said, what do we say at the very beginning? Look at the beginning of the Mishnah. She that she can sell and she can give. The Mishnah here Rabbi Gamliel saying imnatna Im vekayam. In other words, ideally she shouldn't. But if she did, we're not going to make an issue about it. So, but this doesn't sound like Rabbi Gamliel now. Rabbi Gamliel now saying to us in this kachya here, he said it says, "But I don't not actually only seventy-seven. Rabbi Gamliel, Imachra, not because he says, we say Afzo Yomocheret, go back a few lines. Amar Lehu Afzo Yomocheret veNotenit veKayam. Moheret veNotenit means Lachatchila.' But that's not the same, Rabbi Gamliel, who in the Mishnah said Imachra. If she's old, then the baby will be okay. But there's a bit of a stirring now between Rabbi Gamliel and the brighter, who's Lachatchila, and Rabbi Gamliel in the Mishnah, who's only very baby evidence. Is that clear to everybody?" Clear, Clifford. No, not clear. Let's go back. Look here. We just had a discussion now with Rabbi Gamliel. Right, so Rabbi Gamliel, Firstly, Rabbi Hanan, He changed the, the answer in the bright, and he said the brighter while they, the answer while they were engaged is not the same answer because when they engaged, he said to him, you can't compare engaged to married because when they engaged. The husband can't, and now her vows on his own, and she doesn't, he doesn't benefit from anything she finds in the floor, and he doesn't benefit from all her labor or her work, etc. The different statuses, you can't compare. Right? So then they said, but wait a second. So he says, Afzo, so they said, well, what about? Okay, I understand when they're engaged, but what about when they're already married? And then Rabbi Gamdiel said, he said to them, Afzo even those things she can sell, and she can give, and it's fine. She can sell, she can give. What does that sound like? Correct. She can do whatever she wants. She can do what she wants. But one second, they're engaged already. Or he's married to her even already. Surely those things are also his. Look at Rashi. Uh, so now you told me earlier on, Rabbi Gamliel, that there's a difference between when they were engaged and when they married because they were engaged. He wasn't Zoche, he wasn't Zoche to Metzia Tiadea and to Masea Tiadea, and he could have. But now they're married, now he can. He is, the Metzia is his, Masea is his, and he can marry So now, surely, in a marriage stage, she should be able to sell anything. And Rabbi, and what did, what did he answered, Rabbi Gamliel, Afzo Mocheret Venotenet VeKayam, right. So there they said, wait a second. Then we learned in the Mishnah that Rabbi Gamliel said, said, once she's already married, Imachra Venatna Kayam, only. But he said, Imachra, if she did sell, or if she did give it away we'll say that it's kind, but he never said, he didn't use the Lashon, Mocheret V'notenet. Is it clear now? Right? So the Mishnah is a very pretty evident, Rabbi Gamliel. The Bright is a very Lachat Rabbi Gamliel. So look at the answer, Amar Rav Zvi says, you know what, simply, you're right, I agree. T'ni, change the bright, the Mishnah to read, Mocheret V'notenet V'kaya. Change the Mishnah to be the same Lashon as the Brighter, and now both the Mishnah is Lachat and the Bright is Rab Papa, Papa says, no. Rav Papa says, lo kasha. He says, it's not so simple. It's not such a big steer. You can't just it change. It's lo kasha. He says, the Mishnes, Rabbi we had Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi was the one arguing on the Bedi Eveds. The, the Mishnish, is, is, is Rabbi Yehuda understood Rabbi Gamliel that he says Bidi and our bright is Rabbi Gakiva, ni who understands Rabbi Gamliel as being a, a, a Likhathila. So now, who's the Likhathila person in our Mishnah that Likhathilah says you can sell? Remember we're discussing the first two examples in the Mishnah. It was Naflu, look at the Mishnah now, the third line of the Mishnah on Ayn Chetamud Naflu La Mishnah once she was engaged, bait Shamai Omrim Timko, sell Likhathila. But he'll lot Tim He says not down sell lechatchila. I love. Any more? I agree. I ever she machra, but not if she did sell. But the evidence would be kaya. So who's the one who propagates lechatchila sell in our Mishnah? Ben Shamma. So now what have we got? a Situation. We've got Rabbi Chanina ben Akavia saying that the Mishnah is in a lechatchila situation. Who's the lechatchila? Ben Shamma. So that's Gemara's question. We don't make sense. We know that we want to go behila. the hill. This is how he goes playing it. There wasn't really a machloket on that. Look at Rashi. There isn't really a machloket. Everybody agrees it's the machloket. Even a bit But difficult because Amish seems to make it pretty clear. Okay, the Gabor now brings over here, it seems like it's not so 100% straightforward and clear exactly what what this whole story is. So the Gebori now tries to Paskan alocha. Ravu Shmuel Damitar Vayu They both say like this, Bein she naflu la nechassim ad it Whether she inherited them before she got engaged. Bein she naflu nechassim arsa or she inherited them after she got engaged. That's case one and case two now. Mishnah said and yes the ikar and then she went and got married. And look at Rashi, and she sold the stuff after she was married married. Was the stuff she inherited before she got engaged or stuff she inherited once she was engaged and then she got married and now she does the sale. The husband goes and undoes this sale once they're already married. You, to say, give the money back, you have to get the money back, yeah. So what's says, come on. The lock Rabbi Yehuda, and Chanina It's like neither of them. doesn't fit you with any of them. but yeah, it's, she, she, the it's like chicken can the lock Rabbi is the cells don't a sell at all. So she says, Now, we like, are Rabbi Teinu. She says, Rabbi, He has the Tanya. Raboteinu, this is over here. He said, "Like this, Rabbanu Chazru v'Nimnu. They they checked it out and they took a vote. Uben shenafrula ad shlotit ares. Uben shenafrula mi shnit ares. Whether situation she inherited it before they were engaged or after they were engaged, and then she got married and he sated. Habal motzi miyat alek kuchot. Bottom round, husband takes it. Okay, that is the story. So now they he goes like this. That's only if he wants to take them. Yeah, yeah, there's no mitzvah to of course, only if he wants to. It's not, it's not a mitzvah I say in a Torah. It's not part of the Ten Commandments, right? Uh, but it's at his, at his discretion, right? Uh, what's he Mission, why don't you just take the money? Why is this such an important issue? You might think it was worth more. Or, or it was worth more, or let's take a situation like today. It's very difficult to find good deals today. So, if you've got a nice property generating good income, so having the money, what are you going to do with the money? No, money devalues the, the property. I you know a car. So, uh, so the, the husband says, Well, you got the money, all very nice, but what am I going to do with that money now? You no, know, I don't know, interest rates are low, markets are risky. Doesn't know what to do with it. Maybe he hasn't got a clue what to do with it. He doesn't know how to do whatever he wants to Maybe he doesn't know how to farm. You know, any any, any reason. But uh, cash is not always king. I think that's the principle. Okay? Um, so he says, it's a, okay, okay. Now, the are going to talk about Mishenisate out of So now we saw the Mr. once she got married. Right? We saw said. That was, uh, we said, Misha Nis 8. Let's just find that in the Mishnah. Uh Mishnah Edu of Edu Naflu la Misha she was reading, Edu of Edu she shabal If she inherited it while they were married, then they all agree. So the woman says, Lema tanina le takarat Isn't this what we learned at takarat usha? The God says, This is what we learned to usha. Now we know learned that the the, the, the moved around after the Churban, right? A Couple of places. The Ushas were in there, and lots of Takarot were made in Usha. So he says, why don't we just say this is from Takarot Usha? The Gemara says, no, it's not exactly Takarot Usha. But Usha hitkinu. What was the Takarot in Usha? she melog bala In Usha they said that if a woman sells nichse melog. While her husband is alive. And then she does. After she's dead, right? That's the Nusha. Matnitin. But our Mishnah is speaking about. Right? Our Mishnah is discussing. While she's alive. Not after she's dead. And the fruits, in other words, the benefits, not the actual asset. But takran usha, begufa shilkarka ula achamita. So, with usha is even more khamur. Usha, the takran usha was made that even after she's dead, the husband can go and take the stuff back, and the asset and the, and the is his. Our mission is discussing only that the asset always stays hers, the malog. She's got the right to the asset. She's only got the right to the asset while she's alive. While she's dead, he hasn't got the right to the asset. <laughs> Look! Look! Look at Rashi to <laughs> benefit but after she does, <laughs> he would have to return the asset to the guy who bought it from her. Go reinstate the deal. he can not inherit her. later on they came the Usha went one stage further. Our mission is discussing, that's what the question is, it's not Usha yet. We're still discussing pre-Usha. This is pre-Usha. Okay, Rabbi Shulman, now we go into, Rabbi Shulman Rabbi made a difference between the Nechassim, what were you doing and what weren't you doing? I actually quite liked my example, my explanation, I thought it was quite dramatic and uh, it sounded nice, but I'm clearly wrong, Right? Uh, so the mission is like yeah, now, what is you doing and what not you're doing? And we go say Rabbi Khanina, you're doing macharkash and you're doing metalling. She says you're doing are of is land and then and, and you're doing is movables. And that's why maybe he never knew about them. I know she's got a like a, a, a locker full of stuff doesn't know about them, but land difficulty don't know about them. Uh, Rabbi Yochanan and Amar, you are doing that? Rabbi Yochanan says no. All you're doing. The you're doing, what's law you're doing? She's living here, let's say, in Israel. And she's suddenly got a big inheritance in South Africa, in America, or in England, or France, where, where it really comes from. All right? Tell me, him that he brings it brighter as well. What's not you're doing? She's living here. And she inherited stuff from overseas. That's called not you doing, when suddenly you get a letter in your post saying that there's a piece of property that belongs to you or share certificate that you never knew about and uh and that's called Ad and then you do it. okay so end of uh, yeah and now have a good day tomorrow's friday eh? so tomorrow